Wes Cusworth is with us. The Cats are moving a lot better. They're purring all of a sudden in 2023. Five wins on the bounce. They've got Richmond, one of their modern-day rivals at the MCG on Friday night. Good morning, Wes. Good morning, Jacob. Yes, Richmond. Well, as we know, whilst they've become a modern-day rival, as you described, unfortunately for the Tigers supporters, they're not travelling quite as smoothly as they'd like to be right at the moment. They've um, ground to a halt almost, and as you say, the Cats are purring. They've uh, strung together five in a row. They're playing great footy, and I think they're just reflecting what we saw at the end of last year, mindful of the fact that our uh, start to the season was something of an aberration based around pretty poor preparation, I suspect. Wes, uh, when you started there and you talked about Richmond, it, it, it sort of, well, you, you even sounded as though you were a little sorry for the Richmond supporters, but I can't believe that, surely. You, you're just kidding. You, you, you couldn't care less. I have a soft spot for all AFL clubs. Um, <laughs> and, and, I mean, let's face it, there's, it's when clubs like Richmond and Carlton and Essendon and Collingwood are up and about, the AFL is a better competition. I do feel for Richmond a little bit at the moment. Yeah, they're, they're pretty flat. And particularly when you ask me about who our guest is this week, um, he's a guy that played for both Richmond and Geelong, and, uh, and and he makes me like Richmond a little bit more because of his uh, testimony as to the positive experience that he had there at Richmond. All right, this the before we get into the, the Geelong. What about what what did you think of the Van Royen decision last night? I feel uh, really sorry for the young man because I just fear for the inconsistencies that we're seeing in the competition, where there are incidents that happen that to me are way more deliberate and uh, and it's probably not even the ramifications and the end result that should be the determining factor but I just felt that this sort of contest this sort of clash is the sort of thing that I, I, I think that we just see time and time and time again in the game and then for something like this to be picked out and the, the young fella to cop two weeks just seems excessive so um, I feel that uh, Jonathan Brown in describing the fact that uh, for an incident of this nature to carry a penalty of two weeks means that we're hostage to the threat of litigation and I think Jonathan Brown's not too far off the mark there. I think he understands. I mean he's been through an, a number of head knocks in his career and, and that was a different era of football. Now we're looking at the modern day and yeah, the AFL uh, at risk of these class action suits and, and uh, being sued for uh, previous acts that were played in that different era. Wes, um, there'll be a bit of spite in this game, I think. Booing has been another talking point this week with Lance Franklin at the MCG on Sunday against Collingwood playing for Sydney. But Tom Stewart, now he said he expects to be booed and that he probably deserves it. If we think back to last year, one of the great home and away games was uh, Geelong and Richmond at the MCG. Geelong won by a very narrow margin. Jack Henry kicked the winning goal in the final minutes. Uh, Will we have a bit of spite in this game, do you think? a lot of spite. I think there'll be a lot of intensity. I think it'll be pretty hot. I think that there's two clubs that for different reasons have got a, a lot to prove and a, a big statement to make and I think it should be a fantastic contest and particularly as it's prime time, isn't it really? And uh, For that reason, it probably puts a couple of cats, uh, one in particular, uh, under a, a really big cloud, but I think it'll just be a, a really intense and um, enjoyable game and, and I think that this is the sort of contest that as much as Richmond are languishing at the moment I think this is going to bring out the very best in them for sure it, One thing I like is when players can reinvent themselves, they've been given opportunities in different <laughs> positions or whatever and Asava 
Radagalia. I mean, he'd been thrown into defence. A lot of people questioned it, I think, and, you know, whether he sort of grabbed it early. But he just seems to be making a real fist of it at the moment. He's, he's proving to be a real fan favourite down at Geelong. Uh, things are falling into place for him, playing great football, and he may have uh, well found his role with the Cats. Hey, Wes, um, Paddy Dangerfield's out this week, unfortunately. Uh, he'll be out for a couple of weeks with a, a hamstring injury, bit of a blow because he looked like he was back to his best. Absolutely. I think you're right. I think that there's um, not much chance that he's actually going to get up. Playing great football, obviously giving Geelong great drive, um, winning the contested footy consistently, and it was a really fantastic battle between the two captains last weekend, and, and we're really going to miss him for sure this weekend. There's no doubt about that. Do you feel like you've you've got back to, to where you need to be now as a club, Wes, as a supporter? Do you feel like Geelong have, have steadied? Five wins is five wins, but do you feel like you're, you're back where you need to be? I think so. I think things have really fallen into place, and I think, as I say, we're, uh, we're starting to demonstrate the sort of form that um, we're, uh, we're, we saw at the end of last season, and I think that it's the sort of thing that um, the Geelong supporters were obviously anticipating from game one, but we didn't, and as I made mention, I just think there was a bit of uh, uh, the gravy drain, perhaps a bit of the uh, basking in the afterglow of last year's success that prevented us from firing at the start of the season, but now we're starting to find that ball. All right, you're a few short this week, as mentioned Dangerfield, close with his uh, um, suspension and that, but um, the, the, the list is getting a little bit long, you hope that it doesn't uh, get much bigger with the, the injuries. That is a concern. We do have a number of players on the sideline. As we've discussed previously, the, the cupboard is a little bare in the VFL. They're not playing great football. They're a bit thin. There's not too many names that you might recognise when you look over the VFL list. As a consequence, that leaves us just a little bit short. So uh, hopefully they can uh, reduce the damage and, and get as many players back on the list as possible. Well, Friday night, double header and uh, MCG first, uh, Richmond, Geelong, and then we've got uh, West Coast and Gold Coast over here. I don't think too many will be changing the uh, the channel, Wes. I think they might uh, just lock themselves in to Richmond and Geelong. Uh, it's going to be a terrific contest, and I think it'll be something that does attract a lot of attention. There'll be a lot of people there. I mean, even despite the fact that Richmond is sitting where they're sitting, they'll certainly turn out in droves and in terms of people... Uh, locking on, I think that it'll be absolutely fantastic for sure. Hey Wes, thanks for your time. Uh, no, you've you've got to keep moving this morning, so thanks for stopping by, and we'll look forward to the Cats Whiskers a little bit later in the week. Thanks. We've got Craig Bittiscombe to look forward to. Played 78 games in the AFL, and uh, obviously split between the Cats and the Tigers. You'll get to find out who he actually barracks for. Oh, that'll be an interesting little side note to that interview. Uh, good on you, Wes. Wes Cuss, Wes joining us, host of the Cats Whiskers. Craig Bittiscombe coming up on the show.